0: You're listening to the Sports Therapy Association podcast putting evidence back into soft tissue therapy. <laughs> people how are you doing welcome to episode 156 of the sports therapy association podcast my name is matt phillips i'm creator of runchatlive.com and as always this podcast is recorded live on the sports therapy association youtube channel eight o'clock every tuesday And it has been that way for the last 156 weeks. Uh, Very excited uh, to say that the focus this month is going to be on artificial intelligence, commonly known as AI, and chat GPT. And in part one uh, of this uh, focus, our special guest is going to be Jeff Short, who is the director of Choice Physio in Sawbridgeworth, Hertfordshire. I'm really looking forward to it. We've got another speaker lined up for a couple of weeks' time, um, as always, which means that if you know anybody who is interested in this topic and how it can help healthcare professionals, then do make sure you let them know, because if they miss this one and they want to join live, then all they need to do is come along to the Sports Toby Association YouTube channel at eight o'clock on one of the Tuesdays of the month. And they can ask questions directly to our guests and also intermingle with people in the live lounge, which is always a nice networking possibility. Before we bring Jeff up, I uh, just want to say thank you to the people who joined us last week. Uh, the first of the month on the podcast um, is always a Ask Us Anything episode. Um, and last Tuesday on episode 155, uh, we had a fantastic panel of STA regional reps and members. And we looked at questions like, anyone going to Therapy Expo? Is it worth it? And so we had a look at that. We had uh, questions regarding uh, the hydraulic couches or massage tables is there a cheaper way of getting them and are they that useful we had other services other than sports massage to help boost bookings we had inquiries about treating children, whether parents need to be in the room, if there's age limits. We had questions about what do people use to develop leads. Um, and also we talked about gift vouchers. How long do you actually recognize them for when somebody wanders in in two years time and says, oh, I've got this voucher here. Do you have to recognize it or how do you avoid that from happening in the first place? So there was a bunch of really great questions which were kindly sent in um, by uh, people out there uh, by simply emailing Matt at the and also as always we took questions from various forums um so if you are interested in sending in questions for our first tuesday of the month ask us anything simply follow one of those lines um best best thing is let me know matt at the sta.co.uk and i'll be happy to put your question out there either anonymously or in person if we'll say your name or come along come along for the show and put it to our our panel yourselves our panel last week was Benjamin Mace Crossley, Ryan Smith, Simon Webster and of course Tim Allardyce founder of Rehab My Patient um, and also Gary Benson founder of the STA was here as well Right. So back to this episode, the first of our focus this month on AI and chat GPT. Very excited. It's a topic I talked about in one of my little post run chats the other day on Facebook. Um, I expressed my kind of fear as well as my excitement, my my tendency until now just to avoid it like the plague. because I really don't need something else to stare at and get my brain into. But the more I read about it, the more I look into it. Um, Then the more I realize its potential, particularly in healthcare and the job we do as sports therapists, sports massage therapists, uh, sports rehab uh, specialists. So very excited. Uh, One of the blogs I did read about it, which intrigued me, was by our guest tonight, Jeff Short, who, as I say, is director of Choice Physio in Sawbridgeworth, Hertfordshire. And that's exactly who I'm going to bring up now. If you're in the live lounge and you'd like to ask questions and fire away. Uh, I've given permission to Jeff to stop me in my tracks if something more interesting comes up in the chat, so do ask questions if you're interested. Uh, But without further ado, let's bring up Jeff Short, Director of Choice Physio. You're listening to the Sports Therapy Association podcast, putting evidence back into soft tissue therapy. Hey Jeff, how are you doing?
1: Hi Matt, yeah good thank you, how are you?
0: I'm very well, mate. Very well. I love, yes, I love pretty, my job. I love the fact I can read something online and then suddenly be talking to the author of that <laughs> blog, you know, like literally a couple of weeks after. So thank you very much for, for saying yes and coming onto the show. No
1: problem. My pleasure. pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: So, as I've said, we have got a few people coming to the Live Lounge now. If people in the Live Lounge, in case you haven't been here before, if you do say something, I can bring that up on the screen and it shows up on the recording. For example, Newly Sports Therapy. I'm not sure the name behind that, Newly Sports Therapy. Is this somebody who has been not been in here before? Let me know who you are, New Lease. Um, they're saying good evening so good to have you here thank you very much Glenn Murphy regular is here as well Glenn Murphy says here we go again folks sounds a little bit negative there Glenn like here we go again like what Coronation Street or something it's a bit yeah I want to rephrase that Glenn Um, and then Gary Benson is also in here founder of the STA and Gary says looking forward to listening as I know nothing about this topic well that is a good segue I think because um, I believe a lot of us either don't know much about this topic or maybe we've got unjustified fears but jeff that's why you're here i saw it is, your blogs on yes. the website in fact let's just bring up your website um where are you based again in sawbridgeworth i say that like i know where it is but where is that Hertfordshire. okay keep going i'm from south coast i know Lancing, worthing Brighton. that's about it
1: <laughs> just just south of cambridge
0: just north it's oh. so not that far away not too yeah. far away um so uh website um, just bringing that up down the screen listen to the podcast you can't see this but if you are interested in the images i'm showing then obviously just go along to youtube and watch the recording i noticed on your website that although it's choice so obviously your team of physiotherapists predominantly you're you are offering in treatment sports massage rehabilitation i saw some taping there acupuncture shockwave therapy so it seems to be quite multidisciplinary in terms of the treatments you are offering there um a lot of sports massages that this is interesting because we're talking a bit off air sometimes a bridge is put between the two like you either see a physio or sports therapist but looking at your website it seems as a, a nice clear crossover
1: oh absolutely yeah um with every every patient that comes in i think there's some sort of sports massage involved um over the over the years we've had sports therapists work with us um one still with us has sort of done a master's into being a physio, just to. Um, move over like move forward with her learning and learning more um, but Annabelle's been fantastic all the way through um, from a sports therapist to physio it, it hasn't changed the way she's treated it's just changed a title um, but sure, she's been fantastic and yeah like I said that's like really sports. interesting
0: so she had the opportunity then Annabelle you say to maybe go into NHS practice or work in hospitals and all the other fields which physios but she chose to stay in MSK
1: yeah I think MSK has been her, her love and what she wanted to do and obviously with her training she had to go into the hospitals and work with the NHS but she's done full circle and come back um, so she's working rather than a the sports therapist she's working as a physio but everything she does there's no there's no difference in her treatment or anything like that. Um, obviously the courses that she's going on she's concentrating on women's health and sort of stuff like that but um, yeah there's it, no difference for me it's uh, just the
0: same really amazing and then the blog let's put that on the screen for people who are driving and joining us in the live lounge on youtube here it was this is obviously it was a great title enhancing patient experience in physiotherapy with chat gpt the ultimate guide 10 out of 10 for grabbing people's attention it worked on me um, and it is an interesting blog it's obviously kind of got physiotherapy in the title because you are choice physio but everything i've read in that blog could be applied to anybody who basically works in healthcare and has got customers coming through how, how did you start yeah, getting involved like, in it?
1: Well, the the whole chat, GBT, AI uh, scene, really, January this year, like this is how new new it is. I was sort of hearing things about it and just wondering, no, not knowing how to dive into it and uh, use it. Um, and one of my friends is a, is a, writes articles online, is a journalist. He mentioned it to me, that he, how he's been using it, um, and showed me how to log in and then sort of, once we logged in and got in like we were one night like we've got kids so sleep is a big thing but i think we're up till midnight just throwing things into this thing and seeing what it um, uh, gives back to you like questions like therapy questions and technical questions and it just kept coming back with answers that you'd think it would trip up but it just got better and better with time um, so
0: people haven't done this yet because i mean i only did it the other day i mean mm-hmm. i looked into it how, how i was i was scared i'm not gonna lie i it's just because i know how i can get sucked into these things and it's happened with all yeah. of the social media accounts but i found out that as far as i can see if you want the full blown chat gpt version 4 which connects with webs and stuff you've got to pay something like 20 pound a month but there's ways to actually experience this without paying
1: yeah so they, well, there's chat gbt well they've started off at two i mm. think for the free version we're at 3.5 mm-hmm. and then you've got chapter 4 they, they talk they say 3.5 will pass law degrees and stuff like that but then right. when you get to four it just it starts learning against itself and it just gets better and better um and yeah to be honest we just use the 3.5 it's the four i i, I think i've subscribed for a few months but for what we need and what right. we use it for, I think the free version is absolutely fine. But well, what were you using about... in bed?
0: Was this laptops or a phone? I'm just trying to
1: Oh, imagine. just on the phone. Oh, literally. really? So, there's
0: Android and iPlay, you can get apps for it. Can oh, yeah.
1: everything. Yeah. Therefore, even now, that was back then when it was on a on the Safari. It was just on a okay. desktop on your phone, so it was yeah, a bit yeah, more yeah. clunky now you've got apps you can download from the app store from android from iphone ios wherever it is okay um so it's more seamless it looks better obviously on an app it just works better on your phone but um i downloaded bing that
0: was the recommendation i saw someone online because bing who's microsoft isn't it they've rolled this out and that's free and that i think is actually 4.0 so it is pretty scary yeah as soon as you go into it i'm pretty sure they've which some people criticise. They think, I think Elon Musk particularly would criticise Microsoft for jumping in there and going, here you are, take chat four. You know, it's perfect. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah. I
1: think, I think when you talk about scared, I think a, a lot of people are scared. Like when you, and you have the likes of Elon Musk criticising it, saying like legislations you <laughs> put in place and these things are coming out and it just, things happen too quickly. It's, mm. it's like anything in the world. Like when something bad happens, that's when the legislation gets put in place. Hmm. It's not something that gets put in place and then it works to the advantage. It's it's yeah, uh, but no one knows. I think I think that's the, the worst thing that no one knows where this is going. Like we, like we talk about ChatGBT, but there's AI in a, as a whole. There's hmm. all these different websites out there where you can create images and um, yeah, the, the scariest. I don't know if you've seen the Martin Lewis video that's been going around where someone's taken Martin Lewis and made him through ai it looks like he's talking about a um the biggest thing you can invest in in the uk market you okay. should invest in this right now it's the best thing ever yeah. it's not martin lewis they've taken his face his voice yeah and put it out there and people people he's, take someone who you trust when it comes to money you think of martin lewis and
0: this is the problem isn't it and we're not going to dwell too long in this episode about it but yeah the ai being used now You've got um, images you can make and create. You've got sound, audio, which you can create. And there's programs which yeah. are freely available and being put out there by Google and that. Um, yeah, the first one was the Pope, wasn't it? In a big white kind of E17 coat. I think that was the famous <laughs> one which hit the internet a while ago. And yeah, yeah it is scary, but I don't think. I was hoping next week maybe to focus on the scary side of stuff, but I'm really interested. We'll we'll keep this light. Yeah, we'll keep it light. We'll keep it light. (laughs) So yeah, in terms of your business then, um, how have you started putting AI and chat GPT into use?
1: Well, the first, first thing we sort of, the easiest way to start using it is like social media, social media. Every business is a big key thing. Like you, obviously you know more than anyone with all the things that you do. Um, But, sort of getting content out there it's one of those things when you're seeing patients when you've got your own day-to-day admin social media can is the bit that can get left behind and sort of you're not you're not using it so we've we've always got images and patients coming through so we can sort of get the images but it's about making it sort of the content available and putting it on the social media platforms um the first, first way we sort of started asking it to write us an engaging post on Facebook about acl rehab or we've had this patient come in who's gone from a to b and this is their recovery write me an engaging post incorporating the keywords and the prompts that you want to put in there but they're like if you put it into chat gbt now it comes out with emojis that are like perfectly formed for that description and stuff like that these things things would take you ages hours almost um and it just comes out perfectly and it's it's sort of all uh, tailored for it, and you just click send away, it goes, or you go on to another AI bot. I think it's called Metricool. I don't know if you've heard of Metricool, mm-hmm. but it's like the um, social media platforms. You could just post it once, you've got your calendar, you can put it all there, and sort of in three weeks' time, you want that post to come out because it's a certain period, and it'll just go, it'll just sit there and fire it off. It'll give you statistics of everything um so there's that one that's a big
0: one that's a real time saver then a lot of listeners are always worried about social media and not writing the right thing i think a lot of especially in our wonderful sports massage therapists and sports therapists are suffering a little bit with imposter syndrome we've talked about that a lot worrying what they put out there might not sound professional enough but these things will chuck out stuff with up-to-date information you can always tweak it after i guess before you send it you can have a quick read through and check it makes sense yeah. and you're happy with it oh, yeah
1: absolutely americanization i think is the biggest thing all the spelling mistakes <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> so yeah so yeah you gotta be careful with that but um going through it just making sure it's all sound but it'll, it gives you the core uh, really? thing the, the, the bit that takes the, the longest to write um but yeah you just you can do like seven eight ten posts in 20 minutes and then that's your sort of whatever you're allowed whatever you want to get out and i guess
0: because there's a lot of there's a lot of chat isn't there about kind of to engage on social media you need to kind of pick a theme for the month put three engaging posts which isn't selling anything. talk about that from a slightly different angle and then hit them with the sales thing at the end kind of thing it's all it's not scammy at all it's just the way people like to engage and then they'll listen to you and maybe visit you so you could organize you could use ai to do all of this okay that's impressive. Else? mainly
1: lots of Im- when you talk about social media sort of images you I, I find like images of people work best but it's more like the the body of the um bit that's going to be picked up by google or the the seo part of things and just get 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 that part sewn up because Achoo, it's not yeah, what we we don't we don't um we're not masters in that we don't stick to sort of looking after people rather than uh just social media but if you can use these tools to help and aid i think that's going to be a big thing moving forward
0: and also i've read that i mean if you're doing this for a website so if you're blogging like you guys are things like it's always and i've got the website as well you know you, you you've either got to pay for stock images and you want to find something which is there's nothing worse than seeing another website with your picture of a runner on yeah, it exactly the same absolutely. thing it just kind of hits yeah. you in a place in your heart yeah. but with ai now with the image creators you can input with the prompts i want this i want that i want these yeah. people i want this skin color i want this blah 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 absolutely. and yeah. bam it gives you something which doesn't exist anywhere else
1: yeah yeah we've played around with that we haven't got yeah. that one down just yet the images don't come back great um, yeah. for me personally there's i think it's a website called jasper art okay i think that was the first one uh, canva also do it um i've tried a, different prompts and stuff but it, the technology is obviously there we're yeah. not quite there yet yeah. i don't personally think obviously if you i've seen pictures of someone say elon musk skating on the moon like that will work but if you want something a bit more specific of a, a therapist like performing a I don't know, some um, exercise or something like that. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It, the, the image doesn't look great. I personally right. think. But, um, but yeah, but the, like you say, you, if you, once it's there and you can tailor it to what exactly mm-hmm. what you want. Um. But yeah, we we're, we're still at the point where we uh, get one of the therapists to perform the <laughs> the, the, the yeah. move, take the picture, upload it, and then use use Chat GBT to. Not always, but
0: like quite often yeah no you don't want to reinvent the wheel if it works for you but if you're working by yourself or something and then there might be an idea to put your content out interesting okay so social media what else have you
1: found um what what else have we found um got it's just any other time
0: savers like time savers like admin and stuff can it cut down on like so advertising and that is there anything else which you found it can do advertising
1: um, a big one for us is uh, we're moving premises. Um, so we're moving from sort of this building, we're just renovating another, another building, just just a couple of doors down. Um, mm. And the big one's been with planning applications and paperwork, with um, trying to get through things passed and stuff like that. And wherever you've got solicitors, like going back and forth to solicitors, ask, you can ask people to do it. But I found going on ChatGPT, we, we got stuck with a uh, planning for access into the building. And uh, someone, or some, someone mentioned to me, well, why don't you write to the, the council with a uh, access um, letter saying all the things, just lay it out. So I was like, well, I've never written anything like this in my life. So I just put it into chat GBT, like, can you write me in a um, planning access application, um, in, incorporating this, 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 and this, saying that we've got, um, we've got a step going into the building, but we've got um, a, a portable ramp, um, we've got space available we've got all these different things and it just it wrote it seamlessly laid it all out put the points in there and it just oh, again you had to put your own stamp on it and edit it a little bit um but we we put it through and it all got passed and that's amazing god that was yeah, time saving things, yeah just exactly time saving is the is the big thing
0: big big thing and as far as I've seen, if you wanted to, if you put in things like dimensions and that, it would even create an image for you if you've got the various plugins and stuff, and and, and go as far as that. That's amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like again, going back to the pictures, like um, when you're trying to renovate a new clinic, you're looking at different designs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. One of the things was acoustic paneling and how it would look in the clinic, and on that Jasper art, just typed it in a therapist clinic, um, show me that with this like type of panelling with a reception desk here at that. Uh, and it came out and the images were obviously not what we were going for, but it was, it showed you how it would look. So sort of someone well, like me, I'm not, not very good at like mm-hmm. looking at something, and actually imagining it. So we've seen it black and white, the ideas that everyone's coming with and we put it on paper It just sort of shows you how things, things will lay out and look.
0: That's really interesting. That's important as well obviously it depends on what sort of person you are like for somebody who's can grab a pen and just do something a bit of paper and they've got that creative element and can draw and put down they probably don't need this but there's plenty of people who can't do that and they can't get the idea out of their head so this is something which can inspire and help you communicate with other people
1: yeah amazing absolutely. yeah so yeah with chat gbt and ai i see sort of in the future like big big changes especially in healthcare um i think it's going to be huge the way when things move forward like uh, I think everyone is in the same breath when they think of admin, mm-hmm. note-taking, all those sort of things. I think if if someone come up with a way of doing your patient notes through AI, through uh, I've seen a few things online for dentists um, mm-hmm. where they, they you can click on different um, links as you go through the subjective with the patient, click on the different um, points, and it will just create the create it all out, write it all out for you, just sort of time saving again. I think this just comes back to time saving over and over again, sort of where we can That's save a, It's phone. a big factor.
0: Yeah, it's probably yeah, one of the be... biggest problems for therapists. What about um exercise prescription, things like that? Did you say you played around with looking at yeah, protocols and things?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So well, this is obviously we're probably not there yet, but with chat um we, we were putting in asking it questions about exercises and uh rehab of different types of things from acl to say plantar fasciitis or something like that but asking it sort of what what are the best exercise is for that symptom uh, that condition and it was coming back with some great ideas obviously stuff that we're already doing but um we, we talked about um rehab my patient and the way that gets used within the clinics and stuff so if that can get integrated with AI and patients can use it themselves and create exercise plans and stuff, I think that'll work really well as well. Um, but like like I said, we're only this is this this came out at the end of last year. Like we're not. I don't think we're there in the, the industry yet. Um, but we're definitely getting getting somewhere close already.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really valid point. We'll, we'll as we said off air, we, we chat, we have Tim Allardyce who comes on for Ask Us Anything the first Tuesday of the month and he's the founder of Rehab My Patient and he'll be um, at Therapy Expedition as well where we tend to catch up on as well. So we will put it to him. We will say, um, how's it going with AI? And uh, if, it, if it can be done, I'm sure it'll be the first. He's normally the first everything else. So That'd be interesting. Yeah. um it's interesting what you say that it is so new and i think it's worth warning people out there that it is so new and i think the best way to sum it up i read someone saying that it's fame is like being one of the newer generation of these generative models is is how accessible it suddenly is rather than what it can actually do it's more mm-hmm. that you can do this now on your phone put it in yeah, and bam yeah. it's giving you yeah. um but yeah there are limitations i think um I had a colleague, actually, who's not in the room, just checking, not in the room, who actually quoted me. I'd read this happen to other people online, but you know what it's like when you hear, a friend of mine said it did this. But they were actually putting a blog together on something, and um, they put it through ChatGPT, and it came up with some magnificent data, and and it even gave references. And she saw one reference for what she was writing about, and it was a paper where she recognized the names of the authors. She thought, I haven't heard this paper before. This is amazing. I didn't know they'd worked together checked it out no chat gpt had just strung them together and invented this paper which which is which does happen at the moment unfortunately because it's because it's just taking information from the whole internet from every single book that's been written from every single blog from every single digital everything and now and again it'll just put things together and invent it because it's got no way of checking it it's not meaningful it's not thinking it's just putting and and true enough yeah and i've seen that's happened before papers and things in terms of healthcare are getting invented out there so it's I think even the owner I read, um, uh, or oh, it was the Google guy, kind of said, this was, oh, yeah, Sam Altman, he said, uh, quite a while back now, I think, oh, actually, OpenAIC, uh Sam Altman said, it's a mistake to be relying on chat GPT for anything important right now, which is kind of quite a, an elusive kind of, right, I'm not taking responsibility for it. But yes, you've got to read through it. It is still making mistakes, but like you say, it's accelerating yeah. at an incredible speed. Yeah. and it's a direction you, you put the
1: correct prompts in and you make it how use it to your advantage for what you need it to do um but yeah like you say you can't you, you don't want to be relying on it right now you don't want to be, you don't want to be writing papers on things and yeah you gonna have a little it's look through it definitely there
0: so for people who haven't touched this at all i'm hoping that one of the effects of this website will be <laughs> actually i've just seen in the comments here America uh, Gary Benson founded the STA she said look out for Americanized newsletter next month yeah we know that's coming howdy all <laughs> here at the STA we've been slapping our thigh. Now this is a terrible this is very stereotype Americans don't talk about it at all but yeah that's uh yeah watch out Gary read through it give it to Jake um Catherine Reimer but, in the yeah. live lounge just put a point here she says hi both are you worried that AI may be used more by the general public to self-diagnose and to look at rehab for themselves? So basically like Google, an exactly, even worse yeah. version of Google. Yeah. Is that something you found?
1: Uh, not not yet. Not, ha- I haven't had a patient come in and say, uh, I've asked ChatGPT and it's told me I've got this. But having said that, every week we do have people come in saying, I've Googled it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's definitely coming. Like People are going to use it Obviously, to diagnose themselves at home, but I think in the same breath as Google, I think it's going to have the same, same. It's going to hold. It's, it's not going to have the same weight as coming from a reptile therapist. Like when you, you, you know, like when you're hands on with a physio or a therapist or whoever you are, it's you're, you're going to get a better diagnosis or you're going to get the right diagnosis because. Yeah, the amount of times we have people come in who have Googled it, and as soon as they say, I've Googled it, yeah. Sort of, oh, here we go. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I can't, I don't think it will be that. I think it's gonna be a tool to be used with therapists and in the medical industry completely. Like you look at sort of doctors and stuff and and they're absolutely overrun like in the NHS. And, and that's where it's gonna come into its own straight away. Um, being able to, like, even if you you picked up the phone and you spoke to somebody, an AI or something, and it, they direct you to the correct path because at the moment, that's, that's what GPs are doing. Sort of they're, they're, they're just sort of gatekeepers that are sending you down where you need to go. Um, so yeah, I, I could really see it, it working with that. Um, uh, I, I was speaking to a radiologist the other day and, and they're saying they're already using it for imaging. Um, say someone has an X-ray or an MRI or an ultra scan, ultrasound scan, um, they, they can put it into these uh, machines where the, the AI will read the um, scan and it will pick out the, the hot spots that they'll and write a report on it. Obviously, at the moment, it's still being overseen by the consultants, but the accuracy, according to um, this person, is, is getting really high. So we're in the eighty percent, ninety percent bracket where it's picking up things and, and when things get obviously things obviously get missed all the time in healthcare. Mm-hmm. so if, if you can bring that risk and then reduce that down with the use of technology i think that's going to be massive um and you yeah, know waiting lists and things like that just bringing them down with technology that's a
0: really good image actually because we we've talked about before we've had people on talking about the, the lack of reliability of mois and how you know, similar radiologists can misinterpret it or miss something in, just Absolutely. because they're looking at the picture in a different way. But if yeah. you have got this AI which is considering all of the information that's out there and then yeah. using that to make a conclusion, then, yeah, yeah. sounds yeah. like it. it's definitely an example of where you could get a better
1: okay. result. Yeah. And like you hear it all the time, the AI includes learning from itself, which mm. is, again, going back to the scary point of the whole thing, that something the machine can self-learn. Um, but with with things like that it's got to be a good thing really sort of taking healthcare to the next level
0: good question Catherine yeah very good question don't forget if you are in the live lounge and you've got more questions then feel free to ask so people are out there they've heard the word prompt a few times what is that is it just like keywords is it kind of like a hashtag or something where you put them in
1: yeah Um, is there any skill to to choosing the right one or how do do you do it Uh, I think it's learning, learning the right, the format of putting things in. So especially with ChatGBT, as you go through, like you can talk to it like a human being. You -hmm. can start with um, just a simple command or a question like, what is plantar fasciitis? And then with that, it's already got that. And then you can ask the next question. You can say, give me five exercises for plantar fasciitis. With that, you can then sort of, if you want to write a blog or you want to take it into more detail, then then once it's uh, written it you can re-ask the question saying can you write it in a different way so it gives you a different answer and things like that so or if it gives you one of the points one of the points could be a certain exercise you could ask it to describe that exercise uh, how i would perform this in a different scenario and so things like that where you're, you're conversing with this thing like it's a human which is um sort of the, the best part of it really whereas years previous to this we're going to be googling it and we're going to go through people's websites to try and gain this information whereas this is you're talking to it and getting things back and if there's something you're not sure about you ask it um and then then you're going to get it until you get the answer that you're looking for um going back to sort of blogs and putting in commands like seo and like search engine optimization is a big thing um, when you're when you're asking it, you can ask it to optimize your blog or your social media post for um, wh- whatever it is you want to do. What you want to target, for example, if you want to target AI or GBT, you ask it to write something with those commands in place. Um, and then again, once you've got that, you read it, and then you can ask it to rewrite it in a certain way, including X, Y, or Z, whatever else you want to include in it. Um, so that I think that's the Beauty of the whole thing and the way we're going to be using it in the next six to twelve months. After that, I think technology moves so quick. I don't even know where it's going. I can't even imagine.
0: Um, Which takes us back to scary again. But it's it's natural to get scary, isn't it? But I think you've mentioned some really good points. You know, like a lot of therapists out Mm -hmm. there when they do say, "What more can I do to you know." improve the size of my business and reach more people obviously we've talked about this a lot of the time going to your local clubs and face-to-face is so important and it's probably the most important depending on your target audience and that if, if you're looking to work with the people around you then go out to the clubs around you especially if it's your kind of preferred sport but you can reach a whole lot of people with a website and blogs and also and, and increase your name and search results on google if you write a nice blog and not everyone can do that you know not everybody has got the command of the english language but that's the whole point of ai isn't it and chat gpt they are it is created to make kind of aesthetically pleasing convincing content with all the special language things which maybe you know people therapists yeah, exactly. out there haven't got so
1: yeah but yeah like as a industry with that we're all therapists and not we're not specialists in websites and blogging and all this sort of thing it's all when you start a business or your business owner these are all the sort of things you sort of have to learn along the way and if you can take on something that's going to help you sort of i'm all for it um and time i think it all comes back to time like no one none of us have got enough time to do anything like in our social lives in our sort of family lives in our professional lives like sort of trying to fit everything in to do everything is, is one of the biggest biggest things uh, kids like right? that's the biggest one <laughs> takes a lot of, of time um, definitely so, yeah so yeah so with with this um sort of moving on i think where this can go and how this can help mm. um, the industry i think uh, admin um admin is the biggest biggest sort of thing that we struggle with in a way so sort of. we're all patient face on with patients helping and that's what we're here for um but admin part of it note taking is is probably can take up to 20 25 percent of our time if you're sort of got to write referral letters or these sort of insurance type things we have to do if we can come up with something that will help prompt and you can use it to sort of cut the admin time down by 50 percent, that'll just be massive um, and if, if there's a quick way of doing a referral letter, because nine times out of 10, the referral letters, the, the, the way they're written, they're all exactly the same. It's just the different diagnosis, what we require, what it is they've got. If we could just have things to change that and AI, use AI to sort of format things and then just fire it off um, to whoever it is, the consultants or the, the doctors or, or wherever it is. Um, I think it will be really big um time saver. I think every day it just comes back to time. <laughs> every time.
0: What about um in the in the piece you wrote, it talked about something maybe we're looking at in the future. I mean at the moment people are probably familiar with some sites which have got chatbots. Hi, we're here to help you. And you can tell within a second, or not with a second, within kind of 15 seconds it's a computer. And Absolutely. more often than not, it'll give you an answer. I'm sorry, I do you not have an answer on this. Would you, you like do, to continue yeah. and talk to and they had their place, they kind of maybe help yeah, normally it just links you to we have lots of articles in our website which can help you with this have you tried here click here and it's just got standard answers but can you see a time when this kind of generative this whole chat gpt thing which is a learning process where they can have a middle person which is going to direct you to the right kind of person or even make a booking for you in the background and you don't have to have that human interaction
1: absolutely yeah like um through all th- therapists like we use like the crms the the clinicos the tm2s and it's all sort of working in the background and then working with our websites for people to uh, book in online um, to ask questions you've got sort of people firing questions in all the time can i book can i cancel can i move Mm -hmm. an appointment um if we can integrate it with that so, it was sort of integrated with the clinicos, integrated with the Rehab My Patient. So, if a patient could come on, because sometimes we, we have patients phoning up saying, Oh, I saw so and so. Um, and they mentioned about sort of an exercise program, but we didn't actually finalize it. And something like that. with Rehab My Patient, we could go straight out, they could ask the question, what it is, and then get sent straight through. Or if they want to reschedule an appointment, they can talk to the chat bot, which is a something that's integrated website with chat gbt where mm. it'll be lovely that they could just speak to that they could say i've got an appointment on x day my name is this and i'd like to move it to and then it comes out with these are the appointments on that day which one would you like i'll book that one and then it's all done for you so you yeah, know it'll be um definitely a, a great asset to have and to integrate into the website and into the business um,
0: i think we're already primed to do that aren't we because i notice it I mean I do it now. I never thought I would I remember before I had a Siri, I actually I've got a Siri, I've got what well, I've got, Alexa. Don't say it too loud, it'll start doing yeah, stuff but yeah, Before I bought that, I was like, That sounds very strange, a little robot in the house. But now you like set a timer, you've yeah, got what's absolutely. the weather like today, yeah. da la, da And even it tells yeah. you if you've got something being delivered on Amazon. And it's kind of I think we're quite used to this now. So sometimes yeah. we get scary by this idea of a chatbot, yeah. but we're already using it in everyday life an awful lot. So, you know, and yeah. turning on music, looking for recommendations and Although it's a different type of AI, it's still essentially, you know, Siri and Alexa are still AI as far as I know. It's just slightly less. It's not that learning, is it? Although they do learn your voice as well, and they respond that way. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, exactly like, say, the Alexas are. They are learning all the time, and they they were probably the first AI. We didn't even know it was AI. No, exactly. The the likes of uh, Amazon are putting them in our houses, or we're putting them in our houses. Um, and yeah, they're learning from themselves, learning what we like, learning what they, we want. And then suddenly we've got in ads that we didn't know we, we wanted. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, know episode. what that feels like. Yeah.
0: I think it's important to remember as well. Well, remember it. I keep reading it and it makes me go, oh, that's good then. The thing about AI and it's important to remember is it's not listening or learning whilst until we prompt it. Now, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that because I've read it's true, yeah, but that's one knows. of the things which is. Important, I think, if it is true, that it's reinforced and people understand it's not listening in the background, it's not learning just quietly a computer there, like something out of sci fi yeah. film. It's only when you <laughs> prompt it, it's just a gather of information, isn't it? It's got no thought or meaning to it. It's literally just stringing words together, which have been weighted by these clever algorithms. And it sounds like it's a human, but in fact, it's just clever maths. It's maths at the end of it. It's fascinating how it does work. So it's a long way away from this kind of intelligence which is gonna learn that it doesn't need us and take over, I think, I hope. <sighs> well, Have you gone down those roads? Have you kind of watched some of the kind of more scary stuff like AI dilemma and stuff like that? Did you watch that?
1: Uh well it's scary. Like, yeah, you you hear things all the time when, when you got the likes of Elon Musk talking about it and saying like legislation like we talked about earlier, like hmm. yeah, you don't know where, where is this going? And then you you read that the guy that helped like invent it or help create, well, create this has sort of left the company. Just pulls um, out, yeah, yeah. Doesn't like the ethos of the way it's going. You, you think sort of they know more than we do, um, but where is it going? Is it is it? but well, yeah. I think for for us sort of minions, if you like, like mm, what we way. just got to u- use it to our advantage and do what we can with it. Um, in in years time, if it is where it is we don't know what it's going to be like but um if we can use it to help us because i think this is the the next stage of the internet so sort of. it's only been around sort of since the beginning of the year and we're already sort of on podcasts talking about it and mm. and then um, sort of i think it adds more million views or uses than any other social media platform put together so everyone's out there everyone's using it everyone's interested so sort of. so yeah i think it's going to be, it's going to be used worldwide and um, from not really talking about it before now all these other different types of websites are cropping up that can do all these different things and using ai to integrate it into other things and what talks about sort of yeah the, the, the scams out there that we could be uh subjected to um,
0: yeah that worries yeah. me i mean that's already happened hasn't it i think a while back actually where yeah a boss or using the boss's voice to take out a certain amount from the bank account and it sounded like him and it all made sense it was using words and it was just a scam you know and they discovered it in the end after one withdrawal but yeah it is worrying but again we've we've learned a lot of extra safety just from internet and things and you know the first time we had a phishing email or or, you know raw miles got raw mail's got a parcel for you you know, yeah. or you've won a, an Asda TV or something. And yeah. once upon a time, that would be very scary. But now you just look at the the link and it comes from like yeah. asda123 at gmail.com. <laughs> and you're like, mm. so we've found yeah. a defense for it. Yeah, so I think that'll absolutely. happen again. Cause this idea of like your kid ringing up the phone and going, oh, um, I need you to, oh, I'm not coming home today because I'm going to a party. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine or something. And you've heard their voice. You think, okay, well, I'm going to worry about them. When yeah. really that was a recording all that sort of stuff. By the time that actually, if it is ever an issue, we'll have ways, we'll have code words. We'll just say, can you yeah. say the code word, please, Johnny? Okay, <laughs> I know it's you now. And that's it. That problem is yeah. now gone, you know? So yeah, yeah. I like to think we'll grow. We are still pretty – we're only here because we're more intelligent than any other sort of life out there. So we'll find exactly. ways to work with AI. Right, right, we've got some questions coming in now. Let's have a little look. People are starting to get stirred one way or the other. Let's see what we've got. Um Newly sports therapy, whose name I still don't know. Come on, least who are you? I need to know who you are. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're just a chat bot. Maybe this is all part of it. Newly sports therapy says, "I see the advantages of time. Uh, will it create the instant expert and make it difficult for our clients to discern who really knows their stuff rather than who is just more tech savvy?" It's interesting, isn't it? I mean,
1: I, I think with especially in in our industry, it's a very hands-on in like. It's not, like, I was speaking to a um, a website developer and a coder the other day, and he was worried, like, you can you put in chat GBT, I, I want to create this website, and I need code for this specific thing, and it will write the code, and he said he's been playing with it, and it's pretty spot on already, yeah. but for therapists, for Sort of hands-on. You, you, this this isn't anything close. <laughs> like you, you, you but diagnosing they could like we talked about earlier. It's a very much like a Google sort. of, You've got to know what to put in to get out of it. Um, whereas, yeah, once once you've got patients in face to face, it's very much a, um, yeah, a building relationships as well. Like there's no way a computer is ever going to build relationships with clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a in, physio sports therapist yeah it's very much um building relationships with clients and knowing your patients and knowing what what they do their ins and outs and yeah so yeah so i i can't say they're going to be instant experts ever
0: it'll still probably be i mean you mentioned their new lease i'll just call you lisa okay um lisa Least, a new lease sorry. um i mean we use tech all the time i mean some therapists who worry that they're not doing as well as somebody down the road often it's because you you're not adopting a marketing strategy you're not using a form of um, i don't know software which you could be using which the other person is and you just you haven't got the tech there is an awful lot we can do to progress our businesses by using the tech you're not so much faking it you're just using tech to get that person through the door and that's when you turn on the magic so i'm thinking this is why we're doing this month on, on, on AI because it will be something which will separate the busy therapists who are getting a lot of people coming through or managing to get this extra time to see more patients without getting sort of burnt out. And then old school who are still sweating and writing up these notes all night long and stuff. So I think it's going to be an important thing in the future to get people through that door, you know, and to give you more time. So,
1: and I think that's a good thing because more time. Yeah with patient is more like you're going to be building more rapport with a patient. And if you've got that rapport, they're going to trust you. And some of the, the big thing is trust. Um, if they, they think, you know what you're talking about, we do know what you're talking about. Um, that's, going to, that's going to hold so much more weight um, than anything else. So yeah. It'd
0: be so nice um, to actually imagine a day when you're in a hospital with something serious going on with a loved one and you've told everything to the doctor or the consultant and then half an hour later they've gone home and someone comes and goes hi what's your name and you're like really i've got to start this all again and that just happens all the time doesn't hospitals because their way of communicating to it if you've got something which can control that and keep everybody informed i mean that would be amazing it's definitely needed it's not like we've got an amazing system at the moment is it in healthcare which kind of works seamlessly yeah yeah. so i
1: love the uh, new lease is not a chatbot
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what they said. You, yeah. oh, Lisa's not a chatbot. That said? Hi, Matt. I'm Gary, not a chatbot. Oh, thanks. It's another Gary. Okay, Gary. Thanks. You're not a chatbot <laughs> and you're not Lisa. Thanks for coming along, Gary. Um, right. So, what else have we got questions here? Let's have a little that look. That would have been ironic, camera. wouldn't it?
1: If we had a chatbot in there, just literally. Learning Do you remember from when us? they
0: used to be? I mean, they've kind of lost. It used to be someone offering XXX picks. We used to get them all the time from Russia, mainly. Really? And it was, yeah, they made up a lot of our audience. We treasured them, but. That all seems to be like a thing of the past now. Just don't bother. They got better scams to run, I guess. Yeah, Becky, exactly. yeah. what's Becky said? Becky says AI scares me mainly because I know nothing about it. This is a very interesting episode. I'm glad it is helping you, Becky. It is scary, but we're scared of everything we don't know about. You know, especially yeah. as adults. Look at kids. I mean, how old are you you've mentioned kids a few times, Jeff? How old are your kids?
1: Oh, just one and f- well, going to be four soon.
0: So. Four. So your 4 four-year-old swiping yeah. iPads yet? swiping left uh, swiping right or yeah, nearly yes yeah. yeah, touch scary, screen stuff
1: yeah. absolutely <laughs> and look
0: they're not yeah. scared are they and yet to a human yeah. the idea of doing something new is so yeah. i think to a certain it's extent the unknown
1: sort of everything's the un- it's unknown to us we don't know where the future's gonna lie
0: yeah, like, yeah. What... it's natural to be scared yeah. it's what makes us either parents yeah. or just adults isn't it
1: i think education as well if you if you learn about it there's less to be scared about mm. like, if you can learn as much as you know and how much you can um it is you yeah, just enhance your experience with of course
0: in the links becky we'll make sure we've got some ways which you can just get onto i think it's less scary when you actually look into a little bit and put some prompts in and just i mean for me it just seems it's like it's a Google, but it's more informed and it's putting together in more of a meaningful way. Something which you could actually pass off as someone's actually told me this in person. There's lots of positives that come out of it. So we'll make sure in the show notes, people and people are listening, we've got links to it. Um, easy, cheap ways. And then also links if you want to get a bit more out of it and pay the £20 a month for all the plugins and things you can do. Because I think at the moment, I'm not sure if it's changed, but I think on the free versions, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff. But mm-hmm. in the fee versions, you're only getting data up to 2021 or something. Is that still
1: the case? That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it used to be 2019. I actually checked that today. Yeah. um Because I asked it, I don't know if it sounds, but I was like, asked it what the latest West Ham scores. So and it didn't know. So I was like, <laughs>
0: no, I did a similar <laughs> yeah. test. Yeah. 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 I did a USC so, yeah, test. It didn't come up.
1: Yeah. 2021 is the latest. Um, that it's obviously scrolling through. Um, so that's the
0: way they're getting their money. If you want to information if you want for example if you're looking at research papers or you're writing a blog then if you want it after 2021 then you got to pay your 20 pound a month or something um but again it's, i know there's so many ways of spending 20 pound a month but maybe if yeah. you've got a big clinic and it's an important part it might be you know it might be a good investment i don't, I don't actually think that's the pay
1: even if you pay i still think it's 2021 oh no i, I think, think that's just...
0: well the thing is chat gpt4 mm. comes with all the plugins so it'll bring up-to-date information. Basically, what was written um, yesterday, it'll bring in to the latest moment, because it's looking through uh, everything. So I'm pretty sure that's that's what you're getting. Um, um, I don't
1: know where my £20 a month's going, then, because I, uh, I got that wrong. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> Are you paying the 20 month and not getting that?
1: Uh, no,
0: I don't think it's £20, but yeah. i have to check. I've read something about that, but I'm pretty sure that that's one of the hooks um, of, of paying monthly. <laughs> and also just, I think, the number of... The other thing you'll find, people, if you're playing around, I don't know if you found this, Jeff, but it gets blocked up. It's like old fashioned internet where like there's too many people using the server. You know, it does, if you're on the free versions, you may find AI is busy at the moment. If you're on TikTok and you're trying to do a face filter and turn yourself into a Simpson or something, or, you know, yeah. you do sometimes get AI is busy at the moment. So yeah, there is yeah. with the cheaper yeah. versions or the free versions, um, uh, a, a chance that you won't get a result. Yeah. And also in some of them, you're only allowed to put in a certain amount of questions a day and stuff. So, Yeah what's gary said here gary benson founder of the STA, said i'm convinced that i'll be inundated with chat gpt adverts tomorrow as i'm sure my devices are listening yeah they're listening all the time yeah
1: it's gary's second question question thing i wasn't happy about say again it's gary's second comment west ham lost the game so always (laughs) back to (laughs) that
0: (laughs) exactly um, Catherine Ryan has come up with a question here. It says, good people, keep them coming. Um, will we have to learn less on subjects and just become, like they say, Google experts or now chat GPT experts?
1: I don't think so. That's a bit, um, it's very similar
0: to Google, though. You, you, you do fake it a little bit, but when we've got patients... you've got a book at your side you're looking stuff up you know there's nothing embarrassing about that you've got to do it a lot of the time haven't you so
1: absolutely no one can know everything um exactly i think think when a patient comes in and again it comes down to your relationship with that patient um especially if if it's a new patient they they come in and start quoting chat gbt to you and um once you've got them got them on the bed or you're doing your subjective and you're seeing what they've got and you're actually talking to them and they know Mm that you know what you're talking about they're they're not they're going to listen to you over a over a computer every time
0: definitely and it's probably worth maybe with that in mind if if customers are going to come in and start asking you questions about this if you want to continue showing yourself as a kind of evidence-based informed modern therapist and know a little bit about it but chat gpt is the result of humans and ai working together and a lot of people at the forefront are saying that that is the secret to All these people are worried about AI taking over whatever. As long as we're working with AI and finding ways to to make sure that we're inputting the data, AI sorts it out. And then we reward the AI. That's how AI learns. I read something very interesting today, which is about AI is based on a reward system. That's how it learns what the best results are. Literally, humans are going, that's a nice answer. That's not very good. And that's how AI learns. So they they compare it to a child um, and they fill it with information. and Then suddenly they start putting discipline in there. So it is still very human managed. Mm.
1: Um, yeah, I think a lot yeah. A lot of chat has been about how scary this is, but I think if you if you twist it and you look at it as an advantage. Sort mm. of how, how are you going to use it for an advantage and admin purposes like is going to be a big thing for our industry? I hope um, because I know for us like trying to get admin done and sort of you want to do the best for your patient. You want to be hands on for the full time of the treatment. Um, but then wh- you've got another patient waiting for you and then you've got to get their notes done. They've asked for a referral letter and they want to see some exercises and then mm-hmm. they're phoning in half an hour because they haven't had their exercises that so they want to start. So if, yeah, if we yeah. can sort of uh, streamline that and get that to a point where it's actually streamlined and seamless that we can sort of get things out the door as quickly as possible. And um, But accuracy as well, it's got to be accurate. It's got to be there. Um, but you mentioned the um, I rehab my patient. Mm. of so if we can sort of work with something like that, that we can get things. And when patients come in and um, it's all integrated with, with the clinico or TM two, um, I think it'll be it'll be good. So yeah, rather than being scared of scared of it, I think we should embrace it and um, use it to our advantage.
0: Definitely, wise words, uh, Marco is uh, reminding us here, hey, Marco, thanks for joining us again. You have uh, other options like BARD from Google, which have information that is constantly being updated it 's very similar to chat yeah it 's true there 's not only chat GPT out there. it just so happens that I mean one of the reasons Elon Musk left open AI open um, AI is because yeah. it was becoming the monopoly, and he didn 't want to be part of it it wasn 't open anymore it was closed and But they have got the monopoly a little bit now. Everyone's using it, I mean, more than Google. But there are other alternatives out there. It's true. Um, I'm not sure if BARD, again, has got limitations, whether how much you have to pay for it. But we'll do a bit of homework and put some links in the notes. Um, Yeah, definitely good point, Marco. Um, Catherine has come back and said, I agree we never know everything. I just think I need to look into it more. Use it as a tool to help you rather than think it's against you. Yeah, I think that's right. I think so um it's i mean we're not too worried about the idea of great minds coming together like stick a 100 people in a room and talk things over we think that's really sensible it stops wars all we're doing here is bringing loads of information from loads of different minds together and putting stuff together there that's quite a healthy way of looking at it i've just made up it's probably very flawed but um we're just taking information from different sources the danger at the moment is that this ai is putting it together and it might get the words in the wrong order which it can do at the moment but the more it learns and the more it the more input it gets into it i mean it's already at billions and billions of weighted words and how they fit together but the better it gets at it the less likely it will produce errors so um cool okay well look oh marco's come back and said it's chat it's free chat um and that is bard was it yeah from google and bing as well just to be talking about free yeah there you go i've got i put bing on my phone that's why i experimented with and it kind of made me feel a little bit less scared of it once i'd actually said hello and shook hands sort of thing who would have thought um Mm -hmm. so there you go yeah bing is free at the moment um uh, yes
1: i think there's there's lots of ai's out there not just sort of the chat gbts and the the different types of that i think there's there's hundreds like you you start googling it and then you Mm -hmm. you look at other podcasts and you look at other youtube videos and there's so many different things that seamlessly sort of you can put together some that probably never need to use or some don't really work right now but um yeah, that's just so many different things. But you think six months, nine months ago, I'd never even heard of these or these websites. So, sort of, we're only sort of six, nine months down the line. So where are we going to be in another six to nine months? That's, I think this that's is a good question. Sort of, um, but yeah,
0: fantastic. Right. Well, that's a very convenient place to bring this um, very interesting session to a close. It's eight fifty-six already. Um, Jeff, if people, well, if people want to see your blogs, and plus you've got loads of interesting blogs in there as well. Um, then they can head to your website let's just bring that up on the screen again for people who are interested uh, go along and read the blog for yourself at choice physio uh what is it dot u k yeah the
1: website social media facebook or yeah it's print, all very print print convenient is a new one isn't
0: it Say again
1: is it threads? Oh, have you joined that? Have you? Oh, that annoyed yeah. me as well.
0: That annoyed me. Everyone's saying it was anyway, we won't get into that. But yeah, threads no. is the new one. Um, yeah, you very conveniently, Choice Physio is just put it together. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So you can follow the people there. And like I say, on the website, it's worth well worth going along to choice and having a look at the blog there. There's some really nice information on all sorts of things which will be useful for you. Uh, sports therapists, massage therapists, and sports rehab specialists out there. Um and if people do want to get in contact with you, are you behind any of those social media handles, Jeff? Or
1: absolutely. Yeah, all of them. We're there's uh, everyone that works here, we pretty much all, all run. Excellent. All so them. if you've got so any questions got got about any today,
0: questions, yeah. that'd be fantastic. Yeah. That's really cool. Right then. So there we go. An introduction to AI and chat GPT for healthcare providers. Um, in a couple of weeks' time, not next week, because I've just had confirmation of something, I'll tell you about that in a sec, but in two weeks' time. Um on Tuesday, we're going my guest is going to be um let me just get this right. Da-da-da-da-da. Simon Kirkpatrick I wasn't sure of the surname. Yes, yeah, Simon Kirkpatrick, who's the founder of Dew Forest Systems, which is an AI and IT consultancy company. Uh, company um you, we're going to dive in deeper today's been a, a, an introduction which has been great but we're going to dive in because simon's going to be talking about prompt engineering which is the construction of chat gpt prompts to get the most appropriate response so it's going to be a, a lot about fine tuning it for people already familiar so i recommend if you are a listener and you're interested in this and have a little play around yourself and uh, we will put links in the show notes and then come back in a couple of weeks' time. It shall be Tuesday, the July the twenty fifth, eight o'clock, to the Sports Therapy <laughs> Association YouTube channel. And uh, Simon Kirkpatrick, founder of Geoforest Systems, will be looking into how to get the best information out of AI-based chatbots um, for healthcare in particular. He's also offering a course which he's devised um, for healthcare professionals. Mm-hmm. So we'll put details about that as well. If any of you want to um, actually um, invest in a little bit of education on this topic. Next week, I was going to have an AI and chat GPT thing going on, but one of the people I really wanted to get into the nutrition focus last month is back from holiday, who I really wanted to get on um, the show. Um, And that is Faye Townsend, who's a fantastic nutritionist um, who I follow on Instagram. And Faye is back from holidays and happy to come on uh, next week. So we're going to interrupt it a little bit, which I think that's healthy because I'm feeling guilty about getting people too turned on to looking at screens for longer so we're going to take a slight break talk to Faye about um, I think next week it's gonna be about some myth busting uh, which is really important it's such a complicated um, subject nutrition for particularly athletes there's so much misinformation out there so Faye is going to be busting a few myths and talking about how she works with her athletes because sports nutrition is her bag so that'll be next Tuesday eight o'clock on the Sports Therapy Association podcast right that's it Jeff Short, thank you once again for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you for your time.
1: Thanks, Matt.
0: Thanks for having me. I know. Thank you for your blog. I mean, there's not a lot of information out there. It's all a bit quiet. um, So I'm really pleased that you, um, yeah put that blog together and, and, and we're available to talk about it so thank you don't go away i'm just going to close the live learned down and then say thank you to you once i shut that down but people who joined us live thanks very much for joining us uh really makes a difference i always say this but yeah joining us live is fantastic i wouldn't probably do this if it, unless it was live if you are listening to the podcast and that's great as well thank you very much if you're one of the three thousand or so downloaders we love you as well um but would you please be kind enough to leave a review or a rating? on particularly apple podcasts we get some lovely emails saying oh thank you so much the podcast is really great and blah 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 which is lovely really love that but the best way you can help us is by leaving a rating and a review Um, on your iphone it takes a matter of seconds just go to one of your popular podcast apps and then just find us and and leave a five wonderful that helps the good word of our guests like jeff get out there when people do do a google search so thank you very much Um, we will be back next tuesday until then take care of each other You're listening to the Sports Therapy Association podcast, putting evidence back into soft tissue therapy.